You're listening to the Beauty Business Podcast, and today I'm sharing with you a bit of an update and a refresh on my favorite ways to make lots more money at this time of year by using gift vouchers and now gift cards in your business. Seriously, listen up. There's some serious money to be made at this time of year. So let's stick that cassette in and get going. You're listening to the Beauty Business Podcast, now with over a quarter of a million downloads worldwide. Now, this is the podcast for you if you run an independent beauty salon, skin clinic, or spa. I'll help you reach your business goals through simple, practical, and focused business information and advice that I've learned and implemented working with spas and salons over the last 20 years. So if you want more money, or more clients for your business, or you'd like a bit more time back for yourself, then you are in the right place. I'll show you exactly what you need to do. And who am I? Well, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I'm your host here on the show. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey there, and how are you this fine day as 2019 starts to come to a bit of a close? Now, you know, I've started seeing a lot more articles and posts and podcasts all around talking about, you know, making 2020 your best year. Now, this is kind of normal around this time of year, and I get it, but it seems to be happening earlier and earlier each year, you know, looking forward to that next year that's coming up. Now, don't get me wrong, you should absolutely be planning for 2020 in your business already, but I'm not quite done with 2019 yet. Neither should you be. Now, mainly because this is absolutely my favorite time of year in the beauty industry for bringing in some big money. Now, I've said it before, you can generate something like a third to even half of your annual revenue in just the last couple of months of the year, especially in our industry as we run up to Christmas and the new year. Yes, I said the C word. Mean I did. Christmas isn't all that far away, and I hope by now that you already have some plans in place for your business. But today, I want to focus on my number one favorite top of the list way to bring in big money at this time of year and also how to kick off next year with a bang and avoid that January business slump all in one go. So what is this magical trick? What is this magical thing? Gift vouchers. Now, I would have said that it wasn't all that long ago since I talked about gift vouchers here on the show. However, it was actually back in episode 19, How to Make the Most of Christmas in Your Salon, which if you haven't already listened to, I highly recommend. Now, it was all the way back in that episode that I last talked about gift vouchers in any great depth, and that was way back in 2017, so two whole years ago now. Now, I have some brand new options and ideas available for you and a bit of a refresher for you today all about how to bring in big money to your beauty business at this time of year. Now, seriously, I honestly reckon in the last two months, so from now to the end of the year, you can easily put around one third of your annual takings into your till and into your bank account as you head into the new decade. Now, wouldn't that be amazing? If you want to know how, well, stay tuned. Now, before we get into this, I know that you're super busy at this time of year. You know, the celebrations, the holidays, they're coming thick and fast with Halloween, bonfire night, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year all falling pretty close to each other and all these things you should be thinking about within your marketing. So to recognize this, we're going to go pretty fast today. This is, if you like, an ideas blast of an episode. I want to give you all the ideas that you can then go and run with. So if that's okay with you, If you're happy to take on a whole load of ideas really quickly, then let's get going. Right. So first of all, something new. Gift cards versus gift vouchers. 
yeah, I know, they kind of sound like the same thing. But just to clarify, typically a gift card is something that you purchase for a value and then you maybe spend over time or all at once or you add money to and spend even more than the value of the gift card itself. Now, a gift voucher, on the other hand, is usually something for a specific treatment or a specific package it's kind of, you know, fixed to the thing that you're going to buy and it's kind of usually used all at one time. Now, right at the top of the list and my biggest refresh item for this whole topic is that I want you to switch over to the concept of gift cards rather than gift vouchers. And here's why. Number one, gift cards do everything that gift vouchers can do. And it's not quite so way the other way around. Number two, gift cards topped consumer wish lists for the last four years with 61% of consumers asking for some sort of gift card as a present either for their birthdays or as Christmas gifts. And 59% of people who were buying presents said they were going to buy gift cards for people last year in 2018. Now at number three, 75% of recipients of gift cards that redeem them spend on average $28 or £21 more than the value of that gift card. So it actually increases spending and increases loyalty all at the same time. Number four, 45% of purchasers prefer to buy gift cards from the actual local businesses that will then ultimately use that gift card than a, say, a more generic gift card option like, say, Amazon, because these are perceived to be more of a personal gift. Number five, one third of consumers admit to buying gift cards for themselves, with the top two reasons for doing so being to take advantage of loyalty deals or to help them budget. Number six, when you sell a gift card, you can capture the details of the purchaser of that gift card. And then when the beneficiary comes in for their service or treatment, you get to capture their details as well. Now, assuming that you've asked all the relevant marketing permission questions and you've complied with things like GDPR in Europe, for example, then you have two new customers to market to going forwards for the price of just one. Now, I promise I am going to get into a whole bunch of ways to sell more and make even more money with gift cards in a moment, but just sticking with this kind of new advice piece for now. When I say gift cards, I want you to picture those kind of plastic cards that you see at the supermarket for everything from Amazon to cinema vouchers to high street shops to pizza restaurants. Yeah, you with me so far? There's usually like a stack of them at the end of an aisle or something like that. Now, first of all, these are not hard to produce. And the cost of these have come right down and they are extremely affordable now. And also you don't have to buy them in batches of like 10,000 anymore. You can buy them in much more reasonable amounts like 50 or 100 of them at a time. Now, the plastic part of plastic gift cards does raise a bit of an environmental issue for a lot of people. We're all trying to reduce single-use plastics, and there is a good alternative to the plastic gift card where you could use e-gift card or electronic gift cards. Now, these actually prove very, very popular with the very young people who perceive the idea of carrying a physical bit of plastic around with them in order to purchase something as positively archaic. Now, an e-gift card, just to be clear, is essentially a virtual gift card. It might be in the form of simply an email or uh, a PDF attachment to an email. Or if you want to get really, really fancy, it might be an electronic voucher that sits in an e-wallet on someone's iPhone. But essentially, it's nothing physical. There's nothing to hold on to. It's, it's simply like a reference number. However, three out of four people that purchase gift cards say they actually prefer the physicalness of a plastic card over the intangible e-gift option. So 
only offering e-gift cards is actually likely to hurt the number of cards that you will actually be able to sell and therefore the amount of money that you can make. But never fear. A simple, quick Google search for environmentally friendly gift cards brought up a number of places where you can get compostable cards, biodegradable cards, and even cards that feel like plastic but were actually made of paper-based materials. So, don't worry, you can maintain the physical gift card side of plastic gift card gifting without compromising your eco-credentials. Phew! I feared I was going to get some grief for promoting plastic use there, but if you are careful, then this really needn't be an issue at all. Now, in terms of you, how you actually run a gift card system, well, again, there are loads of online websites that can help you out here. In fact, when I did a Google search, there was like too many options to list. But my first port of call when doing this would be actually to speak to your spa booking or your salon booking software provider to see if they offer a gift card option, because that will really make your life a lot easier in terms of managing the whole thing and especially collecting client data as well. So check that out first. So now we know that you want to ditch the one-off gift voucher idea and move over to the gift card concept. Oh, I should also have said here, if you are not already selling any sort of gift card or gift voucher, then you absolutely have to make this your top priority. It's not difficult. I cover all the things you need to think about when it comes to launching a gift voucher or a gift card solution back in episode 19, I believe. Just the main thing, remember to make sure they have an expiry date on them. You do not want to get into honouring these gift things forever. And I'll explain why. There's two main reasons why. I'll explain that in a moment and why this will also make you even more money in about seven minutes time. Okay, so I promised you 10 ways to make more money by selling gift cards. So here it goes. Really quick list. Get ready for it. Ready? Here we go. Number one, market your gift cards. Just having the option for people to buy gift cards isn't enough. You actually have to tell people about them over and over again. You need to remind people at the time they are looking to buy or looking for something to buy. So put up posters in your salon or your spa telling clients that you have special holiday gift cards available and put a picture in there as well so people can actually picture them and see themselves buying them as a gift for someone. Now, number two, along the same lines, advertise your vouchers, okay? Putting up signs is great, but not everyone you know is going to stroll into your salon or spa between now and the end of the year. People are indeed very busy at this time of year. So use your advertising channels to get the word out about your gift cards. Use your email list, put them on social media, tell your business referral partners about them, maybe even have your business referral partners display them as gift options in their premises. Spread the word as far and as wide as you can, not just once. Talk about them as much as possible without being annoying over the next six weeks. Number three, create season-specific gift cards. Now, nothing helps people visualize giving someone a gift at this time of year than a gift that screams this time of year. So Christmas-themed gift cards at Christmas, anniversary-themed gift cards all year round for people's anniversaries. You get the idea. It all helps people see the gift card as being more specific, more personal for the person that they are thinking of buying that gift for. At number four, even with all the stats that I've mentioned about 61% of people wanting gift cards as gifts rather than something they didn't really want in the first place, there is still a hesitation by some people about giving a gift card. It can seem a little bit less, you know, special than having thought of that perfect present for someone. 
no problem. Consider having an upgrade offer where the gift card comes in a special presentation box, something like a metal gift box with a card and a handwritten certificate. You know, you can charge extra for this option, obviously, but it turns the humble gift card into a true present, something really, really special. Now, I just wanted to drop in here while I'm talking about gift cards to tell you a little bit about today's show's sponsor. Now, you probably know by now, Salon Spark Clinic owners wear a lot of hats day in and day out. While some of those hats are great, like the coming up with creative ideas for gift cards hat and the super shiny all the money I made with selling my gift cards hat, others like filling in taxes and the running the payroll hat, yeah, not so great. That's where today's episode Gusto comes in. You see, Gusto basically makes everything to do with payroll, taxes, and all the practical bits of managing your team easy for small businesses. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and your local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team as well. Oh, and you can get direct access to certified HR experts as well. Now, we've partnered with Gusto here at the Beauty Business Podcast because... Well, we think they're awesome, and here's just a few reasons why. Number one, Gusto makes payroll and everything associated with it easy, surprisingly easy, and fast too. 90% of customers say switching over to Gusto and getting up and running was easy. 85% of customers say running payroll is much easier now with Gusto than with their previous provider. And three out of four customers take just 10 minutes or less to run payroll with Gusto. Now, in fact, Gusto has been voted best online payroll system for 2018, best HR software for 2019, best benefits and administration software also for 2019, and 77% of their customers say that Gusto takes tedious tasks off their plates, saves them time, and makes their business lives even easier. Sound good? Well, as a special bonus, our friends over at Gusto are giving listeners of the Beauty Business Podcast three whole months of service for free when they run their first payroll. Now, this is one of those hats that you're going to be glad you gave up. So try a demo and see the magic for yourself. Just go to gusto.com forward slash BBP. That's gusto.com forward slash BBP. Trust me, you're not going to regret it when you do. Okay, welcome back to our list. And at number five, similar to point number three earlier, as well as having seasonally themed gift cards, offer different options as well. So rather than just one Christmas design, you could have three or four different ones, allowing the purchaser to make a choice and pick their favorite. Now, this is another way of personalizing the gift card even more, all the while making it seem like a more personal, more thoughtful and thought about gift idea. Number six, these are the perfect at till or at reception purchase options. Offer them as an add-on to everyone that comes in to see you over the next couple of months. No hard sell necessary. You don't need to sell these things. All you need to do is offer them as a suggestion. Now, my own stats here show that for roughly every 10 people you ask whether they'd like to buy a gift card for someone special or for themselves, on average, two people will buy. This is entirely worth asking the question about. Number seven, if you can sell gift cards online, then you absolutely should do. Now, I mentioned earlier that not everyone likes online or e-electronic gift cards, but if someone is in a really, really, really big hurry and they want a really last minute gift that they need to buy right now, or if they just hate going out to buy presents, this is a huge opportunity. Now, you can offer actual physical gift cards online and you can simply post them out after someone's purchased them, but you can also offer fully digital ones as well. Now, again, check with your booking software provider if they can help you out here. 
you wouldn't believe the amount of e-gift cards that get purchased late on Christmas Eve or even first thing on Christmas morning. Number eight, if you really want to take your gift card sales to the next level, then consider offering a buy one, get one offer. Here's just an example. For every £100 or $100 gift card someone buys, they get a separate £20 or $20 gift card for themselves or to give to someone else. Is this giving money away? Well, yes and no. Now, we've already seen that most people, three quarters of people, spend more money than the value of the gift card purchase itself. So in all likelihood, by giving a £20 or a $20 gift card away with the purchase of a £100 or $100 gift card, you're going to make that money back easily in the additional spend. Plus, it's going to greatly increase the number of £100 or $100 gift cards that you sell. Now, imagine if you got 20% back in money for you for every single present you purchased at Christmas time. Wouldn't you spend a little bit more money or a little bit more money a little bit more easily? Think about it. Now, number nine, use the gift card as a gift with purchase. Now, similar to the previous point, if someone is thinking of purchasing one of your £100 Christmas retail boxes, offer them a £20 gift card. It will seal the deal on the retail purchase or the treatment purchase or the course purchase or whatever it is they're purchasing. And it also means that once again, you will likely generate additional spend because we now know that most people spend more than the value of the gift card itself. At number 10, alternatively, you can offer deals on the cards themselves. So for example, a $100 gift card might only cost you $90. Now you need to be a bit careful with this one though. You need to have a strict usage date. Otherwise, you'll just get all your clients buying gift cards and then straight away using them to pay for their treatments. But this is entirely an option and one that I've seen used really successfully. Around Christmas time, it's even easier because all you need to do is make sure that all your vouchers for Christmas say they can only be used from January 1st, for example. Okay. Now, number 11, because I know everyone likes a bonus, here's an extra idea to maximize your gift card selling at Christmas time. It's easy. Simply market them as other types of gifts. What do I mean here? Well, we already know that one in three people have admitted to buying a gift card for themselves. So have a marketing campaign aimed at people buying themselves a gift card, whether it be for that post-holiday massage that they will so richly deserve after all the holiday madness, or appeal to those that want it for budgeting purposes. Something like, you know, everyone spends more at Christmas than they mean to, so to help yourself budget in the new year, buy yourself a gift card now so you make sure you take care of yourself in the new year without overspending. Genius! Now, another great alternative is to aim the gift cards as employee rewards. You know, it's a great way for a local business to buy their teams something of real value that they will really want, but without breaking the bank and also giving them the option to use it for smaller services if they want to, or to add money to it themselves and have a really big treatment. There are so many ways and so many different options for marketing and selling gift cards. So simply just get creative. Now, earlier on, I said I'd explain the two reasons why you want to make sure you've got fixed expiry dates on your gift cards. Now, this is really essential to make the most money possible. And here's why. Number one, if you have an expiry date, it encourages people to use them sooner so they're not hanging around for ages. Now, not everyone knows this, but you can't actually claim the money from gift cards as revenue in your business until you've delivered a service or a product. So if that person is going to use the gift card, then ideally you want them to use it as soon as possible so that you can claim the money from an accounting point of view as soon as possible as well. Now, the reason I say if they are going to use the gift card 
brings me neatly on to the other reason why you need expiry dates. So the second reason, number two, is that part of the unintended but very real magic of gift cards is that, shh, not everyone uses them. Yep, sometimes as low as 28% of gift cards are actually redeemed. Now, I always say this, it shouldn't be your reason for using gift cards, but it's a very real fact that not every gift card that is purchased actually gets used. So if you think about it, this is essentially money that you get to keep that you didn't actually have to do any work for. However, like I said a minute ago, you as a business need to deliver a service or a treatment or provide goods to the value of the gift card in order to claim the gift card money as revenue for your business from an accounting point of view. Unless that is, you've reached the expiry date. And then generally speaking, you get to claim all of the money and put it into the business. Now, obviously, check with your accountant about this, about any of the financial laws that occur in your country or in your state. But to my experience, this is generally the case. Now, if you don't have that expiry date on the voucher, then you pretty much have to keep that money held in a pot until you eventually hear from that person to book that treatment in. And that could be years later. And you really, really, really don't want that. Now, if you want one more tip to make even more money from your gift cards regarding expiry dates, yeah, go on. Well, everyone typically puts something like six months expiry on their gift cards, which is perfect. It's ideal. It's long enough for people to be able to book in, but it means that if they don't book in, they don't redeem the gift card, then you get to redeem that money yourself either way within six months. However, Around Christmas, if people get given a gift card around Christmas time, then somewhere around the middle of the year, say June or July, they suddenly realise and they remember that they haven't used it. And you suddenly get a flood of people trying to book in last minute or worse, trying to book in within days of the voucher actually expiring. Trust me, this just always seems to happen. I've actually done it myself when someone bought me a voucher for, it was a flying lesson. Whole nother story. Anyway, what you do here is you politely say that you're very sorry, but as they will see, their voucher has actually expired. However, you do offer the option to extend the voucher for three months for a simple admin fee of say £10 or $20 or something like that. Now, this might sound a little bit sneaky, but trust me, if someone thinks they just missed out on, say, a $90 treatment because they forgot about it and they let their voucher expire and then they think, oh my God, what am I going to say to my friend who bought the gift card for me when they ask how I enjoyed my treatment? Paying that simple $20 to get it extended so they can actually book the treatment in is a bargain. In fact, it's exactly what I did with my flying lesson. So, what this does is it gets you out of the awkward conversation as well about denying them their treatment and you get a bit more money too. So kind of everyone wins. Obviously, if someone tries to redeem a voucher like four months after it's expired, that's a bit much. But there you go. A little bonus tip to make even more money out of your unredeemed vouchers. So that's it. My super quick whistle-stop tour of making more money at this time of year in your salon, in your spa or your clinic, not with gift vouchers, but now with gift cards. Take it, use it, make more money, enjoy the start of your new year with plenty of money in your bank and let me know how it all worked out for you. Right, I'm not gonna keep you any longer because like I said, I know you're busy. I'm only gonna tell you that next week is a bit of a special one here on the Beauty Business Podcast. I'm gonna be bringing you not one, but eight episodes next week. It's going to be a bit of a challenge, but we're going to get it done. Yeah, it's officially National Spa Week from the 4th to the 11th of November. And the Beauty Business Podcast are supporting by releasing a brand new episode each day on the subject of this year's theme, 
wellness in the workplace. So each episode will be with an expert in their field and each day we will be talking about a brand new topic. For more information, you can go to www.spa-uk.org forward slash spa week and each day just like an early advent calendar with new information new articles new video and also the podcast episodes will be released now we'll be having next week's episode normal episode on the wednesday as normal released at the normal time of around 2 p.m can i say normal anymore on the wednesday trust me this will all make sense next week just listen to the episode okay that's it for me i'm going to be back next week in fact every day next week as it happens i'll see you then